0: You're listening to Draw Knives, a Top Chef Recap Podcast with your hosts, Bernard and Nadia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Draw Knives Podcast. I'm Bernard. I'm Nadia. We're here to recap Episode 7. We are really in it now, Nadia.
1: Yeah, it is good to be back.
0: I feel like I really um, have strong opinions about things now i'm
1: you know, I'm sure right. you do i, I was also just looking at your um uh the fantasy draft score that we're currently at right now and I yeah got I was just, not to
0: spoil it but um we have i don't think i've ever seen this before i sent nadia this morning the current scoreboard for our uh our fantasy and you're yeah. exactly tied at 114 i know and well, we that's have,
1: never happened with at least between us. Not, yeah, and we yeah. have
0: each three um, eliminated chefs, so we each have five. Yeah, and Lee, uh, Nadia, you have Ali, Nicole, Charbel, Dale, and Gabri. Right. I have Sarah, Tom, Victoire, Buddha, and Amar. Mm-hmm. Um, and tied up. This is a this is a real inflection point. Um, okay, let's recap. Let's start with the, this episode, episode seven. Uh, you can tell tell this group is really like they're really like they they really like being together, like there's no I you know, usually by this point, there's some real like oh, I can't stand,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: just there's tension. certain
1: things I wonder like if if Dale hadn't been booted off so early on, like someone like that I feel might have brought a little more, I don't know, possible you know tension amongst um, yeah, I mean, I,
0: I would have thought that like. The way that tom has kind of been over the last couple episodes might have affected but like people th- there's just no oh
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah weird anger that so, like there's some people that come in with like a real attitude about like this is a competition i mean and i think that all are want to win but there's something about this group that just feels really nice to watch yeah i feel engaged sure. in a different sort of way than i typically am in the season
1: Maybe it's also just like a you know just the having more of an international setting. Um, yes, I was thinking com- about that. Know? Like something yeah. about
0: like I can imagine. Some everyone's chefs.
1: yeah, everyone's just trying to be um, you know culturally sensitive to each other and yeah, trying to understand each other.
0: Which we because- found out sort of we kind of got a taste of that flavor of that in this in this quickfire this week. Uh, so this um, this guest judge is Gagan Anand, who's a food rebel. Mm-hmm. and um uh sort of modern indian food uh in thailand right um i'd never heard of him before but i looked him up and i was like he sounds awesome yeah um so he talks about how he wants them to create a dish inspired by an emoji so he has a, like a list of emojis yeah. in the front of the uh room for the quick fire and they all have to run up and grab an emoji and this is also by the way we're at episode seven kind of kind of at the halfway mark here i feel like um we i had mentioned early on during the quick fires everyone was very congeal like uh congenial and really lovely this was like the first one where i was like i could see elbows coming out i really not <laughs> want a specific one and at the yeah. end of it um, Victoire sort of just stands there, as yeah. like, lost the running challenge here. Yeah, I kind of she's just standing there, and she picks something she
1: got stuck she, with. Yeah,
0: she's Which, like, I don't, I don't, I guess I'm. Just, but it's funny how like everyone grabbed what they wanted, they ran back to their. Mm-hmm. Station, she's just sort of standing there, like like a kid at, in front of like a piece of art. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do here. You know, mm-hmm. like really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I felt I felt for her in this moment because she was very. I you know again it, I think it's a cultural thing like it's hard for to understand kind of what this and you'll see this with a couple of the other people and Right yeah for sure people misinterpreting sure. what a specific emoji actually means and things of that nature I also
1: wonder like what I I mean I'm sure emojis are different in different countries
0: Sure sure right? yeah and, and we kind of got that in in, in Yeah in some on. yeah yeah um so let's go through the the dishes so Buddha starts off And he uh, had the frozen emoji, emoji, freezing myself to death, which is a frozen coconut water, coconut cream, and coconut sorbet with damson, plum, and candied ginger. He even had like a little skull. Oh, um, you saw that in the th- yeah,
1: the mold that he yeah, brought the, the skull mold. This, how many I molds mean, does this guy have? How in many, his bag? Yeah, yeah. And we ha- he's been waiting to pull this one out, and he's like, he, s- he sees the freezing skull emoji. And he's like, yes, I this wonder, is like, the, the he moment. he have like a
0: separate suitcase of just like molds for molds? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he mentions at one point how many molds he, he or how like what they were worth or so I can't remember what the number was, but it was a lot.
0: It's cool. I mean, it's really cool. Like I thought as soon as I saw <laughs> it, I was like oh, he's gonna win this. You know, it was yeah. so cool. Um, Nicole, she had the um emoji where it looks like someone has like a, a fake nose and glasses. It's like a dis-
1: the disguise,
0: yeah. The disguise, right? So Nicole yeah. did a crispy meatball with uh calm depth strained with pandan leaf. Mm-hmm. Ali, he was like, I have the flower, or like the was it the green flowers.
1: Right, yeah. And it's yeah. like they're or like, it Oh, a, it's a
0: four-leaf clover. It's, a, it's yeah, it was just luck. a he sweet. Just at them like, He's like, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> um yep. he did a mixed herb salad with cucumbers and gazpacho which i will say like it sounds awesome yeah
1: awesome. yep.
0: tom did a creamy sauerkraut with smoked tr- uh trout and amaranth puffs he had the crown like the like a, a queen. queen or king uh-huh. yeah uh sort of an homage to his mother uh victoire did uh she had that's the, the sushi that she did a poached scallop and shrimp rice with gooseberries. Sarah had a son and she did burnt eggplant puree, gold bar squash, and green zucchini. And her take was that she did nightshades. Mm-hmm. And Padma had asked her, Is zucchini a nightshade? And she's like, Oh no. I think it is, right? Like it's not. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, Dale did a chicken noodle soup, which is heart. You know, he. He did it because his mom used to make that, and it always made him feel really nice. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Gabri did a red shrimp uh, chile tole with gooseberries, another gooseberries, that's interesting, and Mm -hmm. fire. Uh, And then Charbel did a smoked, slow-cooked duck with fennel braised in orange sauce, orange juice. Um, uh, I will say, by the way, that this was my favorite one. This is the one I would have wanted to eat the most. (laughs) <laughs> uh, of all of them something about it just looked really great and i'm not even a huge fennel fan um but it just i mean it feels like kind of obvious orange and duck that's such a classic pairing
1: yeah yeah
0: and amar did he had the banana one and it had um that looked great the roasted yellow plantain with miso uh-huh. pepper, stilton blue cheese and crispy bacon the I, i'll be honest it sounded insane.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it looked it good though. Bumps. It looked good. Like
0: I was like, even Buddha had a look of like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, the bottom is Ali. They said it was really nice, but it was it since he did he misinterpreted the emoji. It sort of deflated the the dish. Yeah, Dale. You know, um, and this is going to be a note that he does not take into the next um, element of this uh, episode. They were like, "Listen, chicken noodle soup is delicious, but you, for as much time as you're given, it's hard to really get the depth of flavor in any soup yeah. or stew needed to make it for to sure. a winning dish." Yeah. Um, and Victoire, they wanted a, essentially like they were like, "We we we wanted a raw seafood dish." Yeah. Um, and again, I, I as soon as um, a Victoire was up there, I was like, I think she, you know, looking at the what the pick, I was like, she's this is just not her. She just doesn't not have the bandwidth to do well in these sort of short time frame, no. time frame situations
1: right and then getting stuck with the sushi which she was also like i don't really, i do yeah i don't really how know how many to times do has she said like
0: i don't know what i'm doing or what yeah I'm, yeah I'm, like she went into that challenge you know dishes sometimes yeah. but i think she just needs more processing time mm-hmm. uh, and some people you know don't um the top was nicole uh, they really like the textural differences of that dish uh, and the surprise, um, Buddha, uh, and Amar. But when they said Amar, I was blown away. I was like, I cannot believe Amar is uh, here at all. I thought
1: it looked really good, and I don't, you know, I don't love plantains. Um, I can't imagine Stilton with plantains. I just th- that bacon. whole combination. Yeah, the whole and combination, and miso combination butterscotch. just sounds right. Right. The yeah, last time I saw miso
0: butterscotch on Top Chef, I don't know if you, you probably don't remember this, but miso butterscotch was season four i still remember it season four uh-huh top chef it was the chicago season uh dale Talde oh went home because he did a miso butterscotch scallop and it was like way too sweet
1: yeah that sounds it was,
0: it was gross <laughs> it Sounds awful <laughs> right? sounds gross. So like, i'm saying the idea of miso butterscotch is good it's it's all about like how it all goes i guess it worked for this because he's on the top here but yeah the idea of stilton blue cheese which is a a very aggressive
1: sure but they like the boldness of it they yeah he he went for it
0: a different (laughs) a different uh judge would have said something different but like i guess it worked again Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge plantain fan you weren't either this sounds like a dish i would avoid at all costs however good for amar Mm -hmm. it sounds awesome it's all about how you execute and he clearly took these disparate ingredients and made a really great dish so good for him um okay so we go into the elimination and uh they bring out cloches and everyone's whenever you bring out anything where there's like a a hidden element there's already already a tension with everyone in the room panic (laughs) and now you have the cloches that's even more dramatic yeah you know um and they open up the cloches and they see this this dish um, called Rainbow World that uh, Gagan had made. And it's like a dish he does at his restaurant. And it was inspired by the pandemic and he used kind of like the rainbow flag for LGBTQIA Mm -hmm. uh, plus um, just to sort of like inspire people to think globally about where they were in the world. Um, He called it Rainbow World. The trick though was they all had to lick the dish. There was no utensil mm-hmm. given, so you know it's funny to watch these chefs who I mean who not many people lick a plate. It's very you know they playfully go to Amar at the last season and he was a judge, right? He's oh, licking yeah. his plate. He's <laughs> like, perfect. I'm not unfamiliar with licking plates. I'm happy to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you know Buddha's really like loving it. He's like, it's like Willy Wonka. It feels mm-hmm. you know every single. Color because it's a rainbow flag. Every single color is a different flavor. Mm-hmm. And it was then,
1: also funny to see him doing this very, like, sort of very childish thing, but you know, the look on his face was very concentrated about it. Serious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's, um, it feels because you're not using utensils and, it, and because no one ever licks their plate, it feels. I'm sure it felt ridiculous to do when, but, yeah. but when you're doing with other people, I don't know. Sure. It's fun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, maybe it's it was like great. a giant it lollipop.
1: Wasn't. It's like eating a giant, giant lollipop. I but think. on
0: a plate, the plate's huge. It's bigger than your head. Yeah. Um, so the elimination challenge is create a visually stunning dish that sends a message and can be eaten without utensils. Oh, gosh. I got to tell you, when I heard that, I was like, this is a big challenge because mm-hmm. they you know utensils are just kind of a given you know?
1: yeah the eating without utensils part i loved um i did too i'm just saying uh, like
0: for them they must have been like oh shoot.
1: sure sure but to, i think the tricky part is that to to say that and then on top of it say but it still has to be visually stunning because I, I have think a of, message yeah because when i think of foods that you eat with your hands i think of like comfort I mean, for me, like Asian foods, you know, like we eat rice with our hands in Malaysia. We eat, you know, breads with our hands. But I don't like none of these foods are visually stunning by any means. They're actually quite messy.
0: Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, Amar uh, several times during the challenge says like, this is a Tom and Buddha challenge. Mm. And I was like, I think you're misreading this challenge. Like, it's not at all. It's actually quite the opposite. Like, this is about um, an engagement with the eater. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. It isn't really like how many how many gels or foams you like. It's not. Really. I mean,
1: it can be, but it yeah, can be. But
0: it's but, yeah. it's but I think the and I think the people who did well in this challenge are people who understood that part of it. That really, it's about just making something tasty and having a very clear message as to what mm-hmm. it is. But it's very
1: um, interactive.
0: Very interactive, the and diner. I think that's the part that it's funny how people always talk about how when you have a clear, especially because of the message part of this, when you have a clear idea, message-wise, of what you want to do, it, everything kind of flows from there, and you can kind of feel it in this challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go through the dishes. So um, Ali did a mushroom kaba with a chickpea mousse and pickled um, grape leaves. Um, they love this dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amar even says, "Don't tell anyone," but he actually stole <laughs> leaves from the stew room. Um, I thought um, that was hysterical. Uh, yeah,
1: and then there was a joke about like we were talking about like saving the world, and yet you you pl- his whole decor is right plants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and his his thing was um, uh, using no meat.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: and it was delicious. They love yeah. uh, yeah. Amar. Who he right away was like kind of re- really reticent about this challenge. And it was just like, I, this is not my thing. I don't do this. Um, he does a seafood sausage wrapped in green papaya, peanut and tomato puree, and dehydrated herbs and toasted toast peanuts. And he does all these dots on the dish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, say what you will, Lamar. Uh, and I know you're listening. Uh, you crush this. You crush this um yeah. you know i think that uh, it was
1: beautiful it was playful it was fun um, it was
0: playful and i and i disagree with your sentiment that the that this did that this this challenge is really like about like molecular gastronomy or high end they just want in, they want you to be really earnest and uh, um connect with them like they're really asking for like they want to know more about you this is like a real clear challenge to me in that way uh, but they love both these dishes, and it, and as soon as whenever and they're judging, and it starts with two really strong dishes, I'm always anxious. I kind of always feel like it should be a ramp up and good, but when they start with two really good off the top, I'm like, oh, this is not. I'm nervous yeah. about where we're going now. Yeah, sure. Buddha was next. Uh, he did a caramelized onion with black and black puree, our barley girl puree, uh, brulette, uh savarine, uh shallot and bread crumble with pickled vegetables. and then Tom, uh Tom oh you know it's funny these Tom. two went together and the yeah. top of the ginger and turmeric mousse pumpkin and carrot chutney carrot pumpkin gel. He had frozen this and then took it out before plating and it had melted more like a little further than he had hoped for plating yeah. pieces, and it ended up being a lot messier. Yes they really like the flavor of this dish, for example
1: the presentation was, the presentation gorgeous. was gorgeous. That, gorgeous like that little box that you get yes, that's, yes. Yeah. so, uh, so but they right. were
0: like the moose had just separated and, and had and defrosted too much mm-hmm. um sarah did a pecan pork with cocoa buttermilk um you know i i thought as soon as i heard she was going to do a like a pork rib i was like oh, that's so smart that is such a smart decision they um, loved it and like re- they really liked that dish uh dale did a roasted chicken thigh with corn custard mole pineapple picket jalapeno and nuts now uh dale did not take the note that was given to him for the chicken soup dish he did just in the previous challenge which was you can't develop flavors that are necessary and it's unless i mean he's like the reason he took took mole is because he's like i had it for the first time and i realized like how ignorant i was and i didn't Mm -hmm. know anything about this Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that sentiment, but um, he did not execute this well enough. And in, ch- in this short amount of time, um, they just felt like the chicken was under seasoned. Um, he didn't and cook. Totally and he, he deliberately
1: out. didn't cook the chicken in the mole for, for yeah, starters, yeah. Right? which is really like, yeah
0: and I mean, then also a dish based on like a stew dish, right dish. yes
1: yeah so of course the, the protein has be a to little see, yeah. yeah and then also i think sarah mentions that like and I, I don't think he was there that episode obviously but but that gabri's already been in the top with a mole to, to so to bring
0: you know yeah and, yeah, and also in the bottom risky right oh that's right yeah he's been the on the bottom. top
1: and the bottom so yeah, they certainly true. have opinions about mole
0: <laughs> yeah people have opinions about mole but also like I get if, if someone's going to do mole in a in a condensed amount of time, mm-hmm. mainly because you, the only way to really extract that kind of level of flavor is through time.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless you know how to adjust it, having done it a zillion times, it's just it's just objectively a mistake. I think. Yeah. Uh, Gabri did a uh, tacos al pastor with sea bass and multiculture, uh, multicolored tortillas. Um, he you know al pastor has like pineapple and it's um he did it with sea bass instead of pork which is the traditional right yeah Uh, they really like that dish uh victoire did a cassava cannoli with textures of roots white potato and boston bacon cream uh, pineapple and mango sauce they did not like this dish um they were frustrated because when they asked her at judge's table about this dish she had said that they fry the potato. Mm-hmm. Typically, That's right. And She actually boiled it first. And then so then you, she leached out all the flavor from the initial. Cooking right. technique.
1: Right. Um, um, yeah. As soon as, yeah.
0: as soon as they, they started talking about this dish, I just was like, I don't feel good for her.
1: Yeah. And then also it, it's, it was supposed to be a salty sweet dish, I think. And yes. I think Padma was the one who said it needs, it actually needed both salt and sugar
0: yeah a little bit of of a a bump up in flavor on both sides um nicole who i i you know i think uh we really got a lot of nicole this episode you know we learned a little bit about her her mom she's getting she's as we mentioned before in previous episodes she's adopting a child um she did this day sort of a three generations a turmeric uh uh Jan Bing crepe with green onion pancake and sesame chicken. Uh they like that dish. And then uh I thought what was going to win was the Charbell's dish here, which is Charles did a labna with uh, uh comfy garlic, za'atar paste, tomato puree, chili oil, and phyllo cracker. And it's in the it's the flag of his home country.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I
0: was like, it looked beautiful, yeah, and this is. Unlike, I'm oh, sorry go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say it told a story.
0: It told a beautiful story. It told story. a story, and it's like this is what they this yeah could have been more visually beautiful mm-hmm. and simple and um like I I knew exactly what he was trying to do. He mm-hmm. executed it perfectly. It looked delicious, mm-hmm. and there's nothing fancy here.
1: No, it told he the just message.
0: Executed them perfectly.
1: Yeah, he did everything they asked for.
0: Yeah, I mean, he literally just looked at the brief and knew what he wanted mm-hmm. to do, and it was. I felt really touched watching them eat yeah. it. Like, and yeah. you know when Tom says, "My only, my only sadness is that there is the second tree on this side. <laughs> right. so I could have more of this. Like it's, and it's not like elegant to eat. I, the interactiveness is like this is good, This is messy. It's like essentially three yeah. purees on a plate uh, with a cracker, and you know, yeah. like, but it's exactly what they asked for is very like it just felt really clear um i
1: agree i agree uh, so the
0: bottom was tom victoire and dale um uh and dale ends up going home uh i thought again dead in the meat i
1: thought i thought well yeah i thought i think yeah, I thought it was between Dale and Victoire. But yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, they said to Tom, listen, the flavors weren't what got you here. It was just execution. Yeah. So he knew he was pretty safe. It was going to be Victoire or Dale. Right. And I was just surprised it was Dale. I was like, oh man, he just got here. He's, I don't think <laughs> he's unpacked yet. This is so <laughs> and I just felt like Victoire, it felt like they... I guess I just felt like the, the, the lack of seasoning, the protein, the chicken and Dale's dish was a much bigger flaw than the way that Victoire treated the potatoes. Mm-hmm. The top for this was Ali, Amar and Charbel. They're, and it's funny, these three are really close in the competition physically. Like are good friends and they're mm-hmm. all standing together when they got announced. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, and Ali, I've got to say, like, I was really happy Ali won. I thought Charvel would win. But when Ali won, he looked as happy as anyone who's won the actual competition. Like, he was yeah. so proud of himself.
1: Yes. Um, and he's and I was won really before. Happy for and I don't think he takes th- these wins for granted at all.
0: I don't either. But I think that, like. You know, winning is one thing, but winning on dishes that you're really proud of yeah. is even more... Yes. I, th- I, I just feel like he's going to ride... Him and Charbel in particular are going to like ride this. They, they have been showing out so well over the last few episodes. Um, so Dale re-enters Last can Kitchen, which uh, he just left one episode ago.
1: Although he, he's doing very well there. Yeah, he does
0: very well there. He, he's, he's, he's doing very well. And then he fights with uh, Sylvia, uh, over omelets. They have to make a uh, 15-minute omelet, spin on an omelet. Silvia does... I've never heard of this omelet. Have you heard of it? I have, had, I have had not it? either.
1: Yeah. Something yeah. famous from the Hotel Savoy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And so he, she does eggs with smoked salmon, truffles, hollandaise sauce, and chives.
1: I mean, it she, doesn't look like an omelet.
0: I know it didn't look that's the problem, too, is like it really was a take on an omelet. Right. And Dale did a traditional omelet with chive, mushroom, brown butter, sauce, spinach puree. Um the the mistake wasn't that Sylvia's flavors were off. It's just she he she cooked the eggs too hard. Yeah. They were too far. Uh so Sylvia, Sylvia is gone. Dale is uh, again, yet again, um, <laughs> last year's kitchen champion, uh, right now, the reigning champion. Um well, so, how does that work
1: though? Because okay, so they've brought him back once before. Yeah. So um at, like if he continues to do well in Last Chance Kitchen, he'll come back they, in. They're still gonna bring another okay. Yeah,
0: yeah he'll still come back. He, okay. he can go back in. It's crazy. Wow. He's it's crazy. Never but that's technically... that would never
1: have happened before, correct? If if he does make it back in.
0: Like yeah, twice. That, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. before last chance kitchen existed, that's true. I yes. will say okay. this. It's interesting to me. I, you know, they do this. They've done this for a few years now. Where you, the initial last kitchen idea was, you really had to like slog through mm-hmm. to get to the win. But they've done sort of mid season entrance. Right. And I think, I think the main reason is because the the chefs who've been eliminated last kitchen end up having to be like the audience. And they want yeah. to release them as soon as possible because it's really clear, like they're just not into being an audience. Yeah, like, I'm sure, like people like Dawn or Gianna oh, yeah. are like, "Do I have like, salt? let
1: me go home? Please let
0: me go home." You know, I think they, I think that's why they do it. I, that, I, I have no inside information about this. And my instinct is just, it just feels like hearing those, like they're just they've been they were limited I so early one, yeah
1: i was wondering about far. that because i thought that like i wasn't sure if they all had to just regardless of staying or winning or whatever just had to stay for the entire duration of the shoot just yeah, so that i think I like think people wouldn't thinking, know because if yeah, they go home even too if soon that's
0: true i think them being forced to be on camera to be an audience for it, yeah it felt, for several it felt, weeks yeah it that felt a little unnecessary Even have this obligation felt wrong yeah, in some way. yeah and so i think that there's like this tension of like the producers are like let's just, let's just get one in and then reset the group of people that can you know like so it's not as yeah um,
1: that makes sense
0: uh so again nadia we're tied and you have ali nicole Charbel, dale and gabri and i have sarah tom victoire buddha amar um i'm nervous wow. for victoire
1: yeah me too
0: Um, Uh, I'm very happy about Amar's recent sort of upswing. Um, but I will say, I think Ali and, and, uh, Charbel. Yeah. I'm feeling very positive about.
1: Me too. I'm feeling very good about the people. I I feel like
0: there's a momentum shift for them. Yes. I
1: have to say, even like, you know, not knowing anything about Charbel and Ali at the beginning of this season, I was very excited about just about the idea of having, um top chef contestants from middle east north africa yes. like that yes. was very exciting to me and i just wanted
0: to see well and that's why you picked them both that's
1: why i picked them i didn't know Get if they it. were going to be any good
0: right 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 well well charbel did that onion dish right off the that's, top. that's of right showed, yeah 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 but uh i i mean you and i were talking at the beginning uh, of the season like i was surprised you went with ali but ali has proven he can cook that yeah. new cook. Um, yeah. And I think Nicole is clearly doing really well. Like you have a, I think your team is very sharp. I feel like um, Gabri still has his best cooking in front of him. I'm feeling yeah. good about the back half of the season. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay.
1: Okie doke.
0: We'll see you all next week.
1: Okay. Bye.
0: You can show your love for the Draw Knives podcast with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also share this on social media Or send this episode to the top chef fans and foodies in your life.